Stick those earbuds in your ears and listen up, you heathen cunt. May the Lord bless everyone who beats their children against the rocks. May the Lord bless everyone who beats your children against the rocks. May the Lord bless everyone who beats your children against the rocks. Welcome to Dwight Explains the Bible, where we say no way to Yahweh. Okay, welcome back, everyone. I've been on a 30-day leave from work, so I haven't really been doing a whole bunch of content. But here is an hour and a half conversation that I had with this lady who is a slavery apologist. She's trying to defend the slavery in the Bible. Um, She goes both from boldface denying it Um, she tries to talk about how things were different back then. Um, well, it, it was common in other places, so why wouldn't God talk about it? All kinds of horse crap. Um, I've been maintaining my cool with her this whole conversation, so I tried to rationally explain things to her. Um, I didn't even get to go into all of the different Bible verses that I would have liked to because I was trying to be patient with her and try to reach her on her own terms. Um, Later in this conversation, nearing the end, another gentleman joins the conversation for about five or ten minutes. Um, But then we just got right back into it. Um, the lady eventually, when I told her at the very end, she asked me for a Bible verse. I was like, well, hold on, let me get it. And I'm going to bring somebody else who has a question for you. And that guy's name, his username had the word pagan in it. And she said, oh, he's a pagan. And she just ran away. So she knew she lost the fight. But anyway, here you go. Um, it's a long one. So bear with me. Wrong people read the Bible. Please read. What is the context of this? Is God telling his people to do it? Hi, host. Thanks for having me on. Hello, Ash. Hey, yeah. So I just wanted to chime in because at 4.58 p.m., just a few minutes ago, you said nobody knows what the Bible says. But I just have to say you haven't even quoted not one verse from the Bible, but yet you're constantly going against it. That was number one that I wanted to say. And number two, I was listening to you and you were talking about there were 600 um, commandments. There's only 10 commandments that have been mentioned in the New Testament and the Old Testament. What you're referring to is the Mosaic law, which are the laws commandments. They right. But the commandments. Okay. So there's 600 and, no, hold on, hold no, hold on, hold on. You're you're saying so many incorrect things already no, no, that I have no, to no, stop no. you. No, I okay, have to stop I, you already. I said two things. How is that? No, I'm, so I'll many. Let you, I'm going if you want to again. But there are 613 laws. Laws are the same thing as commandments. You're commanded to do this, or this is a law. You should do this. You must do this. You said, I haven't quoted a single Bible verse when that's all I've been doing. The Lord spoke to Moses is literally a Bible verse. You can sell your daughters into slavery. That is literally a Bible verse. I haven't given you the citation, but all I'm doing is quoting the Bible. And if you've read the Bible, then you would know it's in there. You know approximately where is it at, where it's at, and you'd be able to find it but just to like if you've read the bible then you would know that it says you can sell your daughters into slavery and me saying that would remind you 
Oh, I don't have a photographic memory of the Bible and every single book and verse and chapter. So I'm there's no way for me to possibly know unless you say specifically where you're talking about. And even and, and I've read the Bible and I still don't know everything about the Bible. So I'm going to say that. But if I hear you saying something that is incorrect, I do feel like I need to point it out. So what I was trying to say about the Ten Commandments is the Ten Commandments is separate from the Mosaic Law. The Mosaic Law is what you're referring to as a 600 plus, which includes the Ten Commandments. But the Ten Commandments, as they sound, are just Ten Commandments. Obviously, no one could remember 600 different laws. That's why God gave us the Ten Commandments as, hey, this is the Holy Grail to follow. Hello? Yes, hello. So, again, I don't really know where to start, but okay. So, you you know that God supports uh, genocide, slavery, and, and these other things, right? Okay, let's stop there, because the word support and slavery are never mentioned in the Bible. If you can show me where it says the word supports slavery, then I will say okay, but it does not say support. He allowed it to happen. Yes, like he allows a lot of things to happen for now until he until he comes back. So there's going to be a lot of stuff that he allows. That's why we have free choice. We have a, the free choice to do whatever we want. I had the free choice to come onto your live and speak to you. Okay, so how do you define the word support? How do you define the word support? No, I'm not trying to define the word. No, support. I'm asking you a question. How do you define the word support? Support is would be him saying my my interpretation of God supporting slavery would be. No, him no, 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 slavery. And he no, never no, no. said that's he not the question. Slavery. That's not the question I asked you, is it? How do you support or how do you define the word support? Okay, you want me to give you the example that I would find on Google? What When I say the word support, what definition pops into your mind? He wants it. That's what I would, that's how I'm he looking what? at it. We're You're not talking about God... a person. We're not talking about a person. We're talking about the word support. What definition does the word support mean to you? I don't like to use words just commonly like i like to have the actual meaning of the word that's what i'm asking you for the meaning the definition suggest the truth give me give me some sort of an answer so we can move forward with this conversation i just gave it to you suggest no. the truth that would be support suggest the truth but we suggest about the truth what yes. yeah you said give you a definition i'm giving you the definition is... of what I, what i think support would be suggest suggesting the truth okay can i give you my definition just off the mm -hmm. top of my head without google okay. support means substantiating uh helping recommending assisting stuff like that those are the words that pop into my mind with support Okay. So I'm using the word support. So maybe I should go first. So God gives commandments that aid the process of slavery, that 
help the process of slavery, that push the process of slavery, that helped commence and enact the process of slavery. That's what I mean with support. Okay, let me ask you something. Did you know that the slaves during the biblical time actually sold themselves into slavery? Did you know that? Do you have a Bible? Do you have a Bible verse for that? There's, there's fact. They've already found this is factual information. No one's de- going to debunk that. Th- this is factual information. They would cool. sell themselves into slavery. Cool. I mean, I can find it. I can, I can, I can inbox it to you. I already know the information is true from researching it. But no, if I don't you, want. If you I don't, don't want research. We're talking about God, who can only be found in the Bible, supporting slavery. So we're going to use the Bible which is God's word to figure out whether or not God supports slavery or does not support slavery. Okay. This is, this is how, you know, an indentured servant, they're working on the, on the property for something in the Bible. It says the slaves were giving sheep and wine. So would that be a slave or an indentured servant? Please answer that question for me. It could be either. You don't want, you don't want. Wait, 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 wait. How would that be either? When you're giving something after your after you've done the work on the land, how would that be either? How many well, they don't want you do to you die. know would get something in return after doing work? That's an indentured they, that's an indentured servant, not a no, slave. A slave no, doesn't no, no. have to get anything in return. the The Bible specifically says oh. that the slaves were supposed to get wine and sheep when they were finished their seven years. Oh, okay. So the seven year. Where do you find the seven year at? Let's go to the Bible. Find the, the spot in the, in the Bible in the where it talks. T- yep. It's in the Old Testament. Yep. Exodus 21. It's the first couple verses. I'm listening. No, I'm, I'm waiting for you to get to Exodus 21, because um, it, it the Exodus 21, it starts with uh, quotation marks, which means it continues on from Exodus 20, which starts off, these are the commandments from God, or these are the laws from God, depending on, you know, whatever your translation is. So it's still a quotation as commandments from God. Okay, hold on. This, this, um, I, I got to use my other computer, because... That computer yeah, doesn't fine. allow you're me fine. to um, but there's a whole list of it. If you just type it in online, well, I have show you all of the different treatment laws of what the slaves were allowed to do because a lot of people confuse it with American slavery and colonial slavery. And colonial slavery was not biblical slavery; it wasn't the same. So, from at least from what I knew in school. Indentured servitude is when people just at, as a specific example, people would come to America and then whoever brought them over here would have paid for that transition. So when they get over here, they work their debt off and then they go free. Um, that's how kind of I knew what indentured servitude was. Um, exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to pull up Exodus 21 so we can actually finish talking about what the Bible says. Okay. Hold on one second. Let me. Um... Yeah, take your time. Okay. 
Now, which one was it? Exodus what? 21. Okay. 21 they just start off at verse one. It's the first couple verses that talks about the seven year. And if 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 you would wouldn't be if you would be so kind as to read it out loud. Well, you can go ahead and read it since you have it, because I don't know which version version you're using. Uh, well, I, so I don't have it pulled question, up yet. What's your question about it? I mean, I, I get, I get, I see it, but what, I mean, what's your question about that? Well, that I, I don't think you have all the details. You don't have all the facts to make your an informed decision. No, I don't understand what what decision do I need to make. I don't get it. Well, you said they're indentured servants, right? Well, yeah, they they are. I mean, if you're a slave, you're not getting anything in return. That's the point I'm trying to make. Okay, well, no, no. So you you were specifically talking about you were specifically talking about the severance package that they get when they're done with their seven year stretch. I agree with that. That the indentured servants got those, but what about the regular slaves? What do you mean, the regular slaves? Can you show me where you're talking about to separate? How do you? How are you separating the two? I'm just trying to. Yes, Exodus twenty one. Okay, can you explain your point from that verse? Can you read the yes, verse? Yes, so Exodus 21, I'm, in my own, my own words, I'm going to just, you'd be able to follow along yourself. But it says, um, uh, your fellow Israelites shall work for you. Um, they should be treated like a hired worker. Um, they should serve for you for six years. And on the seventh year, they go free. And if they have a wife when they came in, then they leave with the wife. And then you go to verse four and it says, if anyone, um, or if, if the master gave them a wife and they had any kids and the, the, the Israelite leaves, the wife and the kids are property of the master. So they are not indentured servants. They are slaves for life. The women and children are slaves for life. So then the man has to make a choice. Do I walk out on my family or do I become a slave for life? And then it goes on verse seven. You can sell your daughters into slavery. And if you're selling your daughters into slavery, then that's not indentured servant. You're literally, it's not you, it's somebody else. So you're selling somebody else into slavery. Okay. Um, okay. I, I'm going to just stop you there because I wanted to okay. say something. You do. Okay. I just want to make sure because it took me a long time to realize this too. You do realize that just because it, it people were doing it in the Bible, it doesn't mean it was right. You understand that, right? Yeah, but these are commandments okay. from God. And if God says uh, it, then it's inherently uh, right. Which commandment is that? I'm just trying to understand where it says that's a commandment. Uh, Exodus. Okay, so the beginning of Exodus 21 starts off in quotations. So it means it's continuing on from the previous chapter. So the beginning of Exodus 20 starts off like these are the laws from God or these are the commandments from God. I forget the exact wording, but it, it's quoting what God says. So you're saying that there's commandments that God gave commandments for man to have slaves. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I don't see. I'm just trying to find that commandment, though. I still don't see that commandment. I mean, I see that that's 
the, that they were doing that, but I don't see where that's a commandment from God. Exodus 20, verse 1. And God saying that. Or that's what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, Exodus 20, verse 1. I don't, I don't, and I'm still not, can somebody maybe like explain it to me how that's God saying that though? I'm not understanding. Yes. Okay. So the Bible uh, apparently is God's word. No, see that, but I get it. Yeah, that is true. But the point I'm trying to make to you is there's people in the Bible that were doing things that that doesn't necessarily mean God wanted them to do it. But if God told them to do it. But where, but that's what I'm trying to understand. Where do you see that God said, I want you to do, I want my people to do this. Right. Um, Exodus 20, verse 1. And I'll read the first couple. Um, and God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt in the land of slavery. That's how he starts off. He, then he gives the Ten Commandments. And then he continues on after he's talking about the Ten Commandments. Um, he talks about idols and altars. Okay. I see what you're talking about. I'm looking it up now because I have to go to break down the verse. And it's saying the part of the section deals with the rules regarding male servants. The situation was that if you buy a Hebrew slave, the word buy used here is judical sense, probably means acquire. One Israelite could not be the possession of another, but someone could sell themselves into servitude due to poverty. And that's in Leviticus 25, 39. Deuteronomy 15, 12, 2 Kings 4, 1. Okay, so that's Hebrew men, but what Eastern, about the women? That's, that's, yeah, that's closer to an indentured servant. So what about the women and children? And I think that's why the word servant is used instead of the word slave. Now, I'm, I just want to look, I just want to understand, is the, whatever interpretation you're using, is it using the word servant or slave? Um, They're, they're interchangeable. I mean, it, it'll call them out. If you go to Leviticus 25, that's a really good chapter because um, that differentiates. You shall not treat your fellow Israelites as you do your other slaves. So in that chapter, it specifically says servants for Israelites and your hired workers and slaves for the heathens of the nations around you. And it tells you you can make them slaves for life and pass them on to your children as a permanent inheritance because they are your property. So that's actually a really good chapter that shows there's a difference in whatever site that you're reading from is trying to mislead you. Okay, it says now this is no, it's not misleading. It's breaking down the verse for the person that might get and hear something that doesn't sound familiar. It says the law specified that if comes alone, he shall go out alone. If he is the husband of a wife, then his wife shall go out with him. If his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons or daughters, the wife and or children shall belong to her master and he shall go out alone in other words if a man was married when he entered into servant into servanthood when he left she would also leave but if the master gave him a wife 
she would remain with the master along with the, with an offspring. So again, this is not God's doing. This is the man making his own conscious decision to decide to say, hey, I want to sell my wife. God is not telling him to sell his wife. He's no, making no. a decision to do that. No, no, no. Who Who's selling a wife there? Nobody's selling a wife. No, but this is what it's saying. They can sell. The servant can sell. What it's saying is, in other words, if a man was married when he entered into servanthood, so he's a servant. When he left, she would leave also. The wife could leave also. Yes, but if he came if, in with the wife. Right, exactly. But If he came if in master, with the wife, he right, gets a leave with the wife. Right. If he but, came in alone and the master gave him a wife, he can leave, but she can't. No, 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 that's not what it says. But if the master gave him a wife, she would remain with the master along with yes. an offspring. Yes, stop there but and read that again. Stop yeah. there, read that again. No, yeah, I read it. If, in other words, if a man was married when he entered into servant, servant no, we're not talking about a married. We we already know the married man. What if he was not married, and the master gave him a wife? So he wasn't married when he came in, but the master gave him a wife. Okay, what's your point? Is that wife that wife was not married to the the indentured servant before he started, right? He came no, in alone, right? If he comes alone, he leaves alone. That's the point that it's making. If okay, so if he if he shows up alone, he leaves alone. If he mm -hmm. shows up with a wife, he leaves with the wife. If yes. he shows up alone and the master gives him a wife. He leaves, she stays. She is the master's property. That doesn't make sense. If you're saying he gives him the wife, then that doesn't mean if they're, if they're giving him the wife, then he would leave with them. That's giving. No, no, that's no, no. That, that's biblical talk for buying your slave a wife. Okay, I'm you going can, You can buy women. You can buy women, like we mm -hmm. know in verse 7 or verse 11, you can sell your daughters into slavery. So you so you could buy a daughter and give it to your Israelite servant. So now he has a wife and they have kids because continue on. What, what is the next? What is the okay, I next see, verse? I see, what, I see what you're saying. And then it says, fourth, the male servant could choose to remain a servant. There was a process um, for this to happen. First, if the slave plainly says, I love my master, my wife and my children, I will not go as a free man. The servant first must proclaim plainly that he wants to remain with his master, wife, and children. So what happens if the servant shows up alone and the master gives him a wife? What happens to the wife and children? Do they get to go free? Or are they property of the master forever? Yeah, I get what you're saying. So yeah, it says... It must be a freely made decision by the servant. Of so the, the man, whether or not control, whether or not the man stays or goes has nothing to do with the women and the children, because the women and children are property of the master. Right. So only and, the Israelite yeah. man has a choice. And that's how society has evolved. If you look around the world, that's literally almost every single so civilization. Would you say. Would you say the wife and children are indentured servants if they are property of the master? 
during this time most likely yes because i mean that's that i mean that happened in america as well so i mean i don't but it says it's their where does it say the women and children go free it literally says property no 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 i'm not saying that it does i'm not saying that it doesn't say that it it does say that It, it it it's saying that but i'm just trying to understand what is your point from that my point is that when you see a website that says they are indentured servants they are only referring to Israelite men, not everybody, just Israelite men, not the women, not the children, right. and not non-Israelites. Right, and I mean, that goes back to Adam and Eve, right? So if you No, 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 Christian, we're, we're, let, let's say... Wait, wait, no, it, it makes sense, because it goes back to Adam got... Eve got Adam to eat off the tree. So and Eve has to suffer. We it, So women, we fall behind men, because... Eve got Adam to eat off the tree. So if you see it, this is this is how this is how society is moving because Eve made that decision. So I get what you're saying. Yes, they were the property, but biblical times, this is almost everywhere in the world, women were properties. This is not just but these the are commandments. These are these are commandments from God. Do you agree with that? This is the old covenant when they were the Israelites were is this, moving is this, into listen, yeah, it's, it's old Ash, it's old covenant rules. Ash, ma'am, um, this is God commanding it. Yes or no? I I don't I don't want to say he's commanding it because it makes it sound like this is what he wants. Exactly, and, exactly. And it, it makes it, it put God in a different light other than how you want well, to perceive no, him. No, not really, because I understand how God operates. We sin, we made a mistake. Do you know? This you is, this didn't know punishment. this. You didn't know this. No, I did. I'm I'm very familiar with it. I mean, that's literally people t talk about the slavery and they just think about it like I mean, there was a lot of other people, other religions during that time that were also they also had slaves like it wasn't just the christian the christians who the god but you that said this wasn't like you said like this wasn't like modern time slavery but owning slaves for life is is well, no it, it no it, it wasn't it wasn't because i don't the the modern day slaves didn't get wine and sheep they didn't get they they, they no, didn't have no 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 in their slavery, no you're so it wasn't you're you're conflating things the wine and sheep are for the indentured servants who got to go free. We're right. talking about the wife and children and the heathens and the nations around you. They do not go free. Right. They do not go free. So they right. wouldn't get the wine and the sheep and stuff like that. They don't get that. You're only talking about one very small group of people. Right. And I understand where you're coming from. But do you understand that when you do something wrong, that there's punishment for that? And then but, you probably, no, no, if you no. understood that, you might not have the. But I was asking you, isn't that the same as modern slavery as we think about it today? I, I don't see. It, I don't think it was the same. I don't. I. I just don't. I really don't. Because you know, even because in modern slaves, times, in modern the times, in the men, because the slaves, the, if you're looking at American slaves, when we say modern, if we're looking at in the United States, they were throwing slaves off of boats as cargo that they didn't need during the biblical times these were actually people that were selling themselves into slavery they want no they no, no. To stop, be, they, they stop, literally stop, needed stop, to be stop, slaves stop 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 as a part to make a living please ash please you're not selling yourself we we literally just went over you can sell your well, daughter no, 
Well, no, some no of we're them, not. Yeah, we're not did. talking about those. Some we're talking. I'm showing you all of the exceptions to the rule. If you can sell your daughters into slavery. But I just have a question. Why are you so fixated on slavery that happened during the biblical time when we know there's been slavery all over the world? I'm just trying to understand. Why are you so against the Bible? Okay, described cool. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you so fixated on the Bible describing the slavery when we know all everybody with the Egyptians had slaves, the people that didn't even believe in uh, Yahshua work that had slaves? I don't understand why you're so fixated on the slavery that the Bible is openly telling us, hey, this was happening. Like, I'm not understanding that. You make okay. it sound like Christians are the our God is the only one who who, you know, pushed out the slavery thing when no, there was other people that didn't even support the Christian God that has slaves. Okay, so I'm literally saying God supports slavery. You're saying no, he didn't. And now that I've proven to you that he in fact does, you're you're trying to move the goalposts. You're trying to change the argument. No, because I still don't see it as support. That's the thing. Like I get it and I can look at that and understand that was Old Testament. And I can also see that we are sinners. So we may, we're going to be we're going to have suffering. We're going to have things that we don't like because this is not a perfect world. If this is a perfect world, then we wouldn't have these issues. So do you you don't agree that God supports it, even though he's the one see, giving these commandments? I don't see I don't see it as he supported it. That's the thing. Like I said, when you understand that this world is not how God intended it for us to live, then you can separate the two. But if you think in your head, oh, this is God punishing me. This is God punishing me. He, he makes women um, have to be slaves. He does all this stuff. And you don't understand how we got to where we are. Then you're going to be kind of confused. So you don't think God supported it, even though he gave a bunch of commandments on how to do it. And his commandments show that it's exactly like modern slavery that I think is bad. Like personally, me, I think all slavery, all slavery is bad. Owning people as property is bad. Beating people is bad. I think that's all bad. So when people say a God who would give these orders is a good God, that confuses me that they use the word good. It confuses me when they use the word love. And that angers me when I get confused. Right. But if you understand how we got here, if you if you're a believer and you understand how we got to where we are, then that really wouldn't be your biggest concern. But see, a lot of people that are non-believers, they struggle with making that connection because they don't they don't but they don't I guess they don't I don't know how they think that we got here. So for them, they don't have a relationship. And so it's harder for them to understand how God operates and how he and how he moves you got to understand if you're someone who's a believer you understand that we did something wrong meaning from eve she was supposed to be perfect and she went uh, she wanted to be like god and eat off the tree when god specifically told her do not eat from that tree well god never told her, her. god never no, told oh, her yes, he yes, told he adam did. he said well no no wait 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 yes 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 he did God made it very clear. Adam and Eve were not supposed to eat off that tree. Let's he told clear. Adam that. He told Adam well, that. Adam, well, exactly. Adam knew that they weren't supposed to eat off the tree. 
They right. knew. But did he tell they Eve? Become, but they became one. Did he tell Eve? Perfect. Did he tell Eve? Adam knew not. First of all, even if he did. Even See, if he I just did, wonder why you, you're not answering my questions. But listen, listen, listen. That's a good question. But guess what? Adam was perfect. Adam was Adam was made first. So you think he if was he perfect? If he wouldn't have ate off the tree, we may not even be in this situation that we're. Would in a perfect person make that. that decision? Would a perfect person make that decision? That's a good question. That's a good question. That should that should have you worrying. That should have you worrying because wow, like somebody does that if if you're supposed to be perfect and you still sin, to me that symbolizes wow. You got to be careful around sin. So was was Adam made perfect? Yes, he was. He is it perfect? Is it perfect to make? Is it perfect? Is it perfect to make that decision? That's what I would say. Adam was blameless. Okay, blameless, but not perfect. Blank. That's that's perfect. Blameless. Okay, so it is perfect. Okay, so we're going to use the word perfect. Is it perfect to make that decision to eat the apple? He made the decision. He. He made a decision. The same thing was can be said about perfect? Lucifer. Was the that same decision thing can be said perfect? about Lucifer. He still you can still make a decision. That's not gonna Was stop that decision that perfect? Decision. Was that decision that perfect? Together. Uh I don't know. But perfect then and that it could mean different things to different people. Perfect can well, mean okay, different why did different God people. why did God allow Lucifer to come to earth? That the Bible does not say. Like I said, I don't have all the answers. Was Lucifer made perfect? I'm sure he, I'm sure at one point in time before he fell, I'm sure he was. Can somebody perfect fall? He knew how to, he knew how to test, um, and that's probably one of the ways he knew how to test, um, Adam, Adam and Eve because maybe at one point he was perfect. And if he and was perfect, he was able to would get he into fall? If he was perfect, would he fall? If God gave him the decision, God gave him. See, that's the thing. People see God so small, they can't even rationalize how he operates. He, their, their, their thinking is so small that they can't even understand how powerful and how large God is. But we're using like this, words like good this, and evil, right? Perfect. Right. And perfect, and it doesn't sound like you understand what the word perfect means. Because, like, if we look is, at if we look at the too. Olympics and somebody does a gymnastics routine and they fall, that's not a perfect performance. So that perfect would be without mistake. So if God made Lucifer perfect or God made Adam perfect, then they wouldn't have made a mistake. Okay, making someone perfect and giving them free will is two separate things. And I think you're complaining but, the two. You're, you want no. them to be together. No, no, you want them to be together. You want perfect to be con like I'm controlling you. That's what you want. And God is saying, that's not me. He, he, didn't, he, he told me to tell you that's not him. He's not controlling. Because if he was controlling, he could snap his fingers what? right now and close all and shut down all this stuff. But we, we have 613 laws or commandments, and you say God's not controlling? Okay, you okay? it's the Mosaic law, yes. We only have 10 commandments. 
That's the Mosaic Law. Like, don't eat shellfish. There you go. There, There's one controlling okay. law wait, or wait, commandment. Wait, 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 wait. So when it comes to food and what we are supposed to eat and what we aren't supposed to eat, that has changed in the new covenant. It yeah, we're not talking about clear. that. We're not talking about the new covenant. We're talking about is God controlling? Because you're talking about free will. See, God's not controlling. controlling. No, I don't. I don't see him as controlling because if he gives me the free will to make decisions in my life and be the best version of myself, I don't see that as controlling. What if you don't follow God? What happens to you? It leads to death. So that's a pretty it's extreme. It's gonna lead to pain, death. All kinds so that's of a pretty extreme that's a pretty extreme consequence from a free choice. No, because the other option is you could work for the enemy and you could be a slave to him. So you you pick and choose who you want to work for. Do you want to work for somebody that wants to lift you up that created you that knows the hairs on your head? Or do you want to work for somebody that's a narcissist and that only wants to uprise himself? So that's a decision that you have to make for yourself. Okay, um, Ash, would you mind if I brought Jim up? He's very calm, soft-spoken. He's he's Bring good him person. Up. Jim, okay. is his last name Kerry? No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, he he's he's real real calm. He always has good questions. Um, Howdy, Jim. Hey, what's, how's it going, what's going on? What's going on? Happy Sunday to you. Thank you. You too. I hope uh, it's not too noisy. I'm driving, and so I just wanted to jump in real quick. Yeah, you're a little quiet. Yeah, I'll speak up a little bit. I'll speak up a little bit more. Is this better? Yeah. Awesome. So listen, I want to bring this um, a conversation a, 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 a back a few steps, just because I feel that we're overlooking a few things. And um, I, it may not be intentional, Ash, but I want to highlight a few things that uh, seem to be a flaw in the theological framework that you have. I mean, we were very clearly looking at some verses that uh, mention how God is commanding these things to his people. And, um, you know, we're, we're underlying that, yeah, there is a distinction between indentured servitude and there's a distinction between those who sold themselves. But in the very same breath, there are also verses that God is giving on how to own people as property for life. And so I'm not understanding where you're not, uh, where you're failing to see how God is supporting this when he himself is giving these commandments. So when you say that, yeah, I'm not seeing how this is being supported by God, it just kind of uh, confuses me. So maybe you could clarify that a bit. Okay, Colossians 4.1. Masters, treat your slaves justly and fair knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Amen. Galatians 3.28. Awesome. All right, stop, stop right there. Stop right there. So great. So now we have both the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, along with the New Testament, New Covenant, where God is not saying, hey, owning people is not something that's moral. We should not do that. Rather, he's saying, hey, own people but treat them nicely. Okay, and I'm just trying to understand why is it the animosity on the God of Christianity when all these other religions also had slavery? Do you not see how that's con con that doesn't make sense? 
no, you no, have animosity, but that, it but does. there's a reason behind that. It's got to be some deeper yeah, animosity let, let, reason let behind that. Why are you explain. so threatened let, by Christianity no, no, no. and by it's the God of Christianity? It's it got to be. Well, let, let me answer your question. You asked, so I'll, I'll gladly answer. It's not a matter of being threatened by the God of Christianity, because as an atheist, you know, I don't believe in any gods, and I question all theology equally. But when somebody comes up and um, asserts that their God is the one true God and the, the moral arbiter of, um, you know, what's right and wrong, and then we call you on um, instances where that isn't the case, um, you know, it, it behooves you to justify why that is, you know, because I could easily have yeah. this argument with somebody who's um, um, Muslim and holds the, the Islamic faith on other flaws in their theology. But at the moment we're speaking with you, um, and, and uh, as a Christian, you know you should be able to defend and uphold um, your your um, your theology. Yeah, I mean, for me, the the slavery thing for me, I guess it's not it's not a matter of holding it up because the slavery thing to me is like I was telling him before. Our beliefs start from Genesis, what Adam and Eve did. And it's a result. So I can't take that out of my head and my ideology and my thoughts to say, hold on. I can't take that out of my thought process and say, okay, this didn't happen. So God, it should just be so innocent. That doesn't even make sense. I mean, I would just like to know you as an atheist, how do you, I mean, how would you even visualize a God to be, he should be a pushover. He should just let people run over him. That don't even make sense. Perfect. No, like now, my, my the God me, that I the God that I serve is powerful. He has authority, and he's not just gonna let people do whatever they want. He's not gonna he's not gonna support lawlessness. He's not gonna support people out here doing recklessness without any type of um, repercussions for the things that they are doing. That's not the God that I serve. Ash, so when I get just, on here just, and I have to Ash. talk about the slavery aspect of things. I have to say, wait a second, wait a second. But how do we get to the slavery thing? What what were we doing as humans for God to say, okay, this is how we're gonna have to operate now? For from when we, we were in a garden, we were in paradise, we were living happy, there was no pain, there was no suffering. How did we leave from that to where we are now? So I can't, as a Christian, separate that. I mean, for you as an atheist and a non-believer, you may can separate that, but for me, I can't. Okay, Ash, you're, you're saying a lot of things, but you're not addressing the point. I understand that you're bringing up the fact that man fell and therefore man is going to do things that are not morally right and that are sinful. Yes, under your framework, I agree with you. Men are going to do things that are not morally right. However, that has nothing to do with the argument that's being presented here. Because it wasn't man who made up these rules. It was God who was giving these rules. And therefore, it presents an inconsistency in how you're viewing your God. Because if God is morally right and righteous, and he's a God that doesn't change throughout time, now you're telling me, well, it was because of man and because of culture and because of what was um, inherently happening within the people that God decided to change. And so that is very inconsistent with your view on God. Yeah. And I can understand how you can see it as inconsistent. But my thought process with you is I don't understand how you expect my God to be like just weak, just fragile, like, oh, just just let mankind do whatever they want and just stand back and just don't don't even do anything. Just let them. 
I don't understand how, I mean, what is your logic behind that? Are you saying that mankind should just be out here doing all kinds of foolishness and craziness and he should just sit back and not do anything? I mean, your logic makes no sense. I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but Gosh. it just seems like no, you're I just understand. saying, do whatever you want and there won't be any repercussions. I mean, what, what, do you can you explain that you to understand? me? Yeah, absolutely. Do you understand what a straw man is? In an argument, enlightened. No, but I don't. I don't want to argue. Okay. I'm just trying to understand. No, your, no, no. Your, I know. Your, I understand. But in a dialogue, in a discourse like the one that we're having, in a discourse like the one that we're having, you are bringing out a point that I'm not making in my argument. That's called a strong man. I, 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 in, I, well, no, you, let okay. me finish. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me finish, and then you could respond. In no time did I say that I expect your God to be weak. And let man do whatever he wants. And I never said you said that. Let me just point that out. I never said you said that. Okay, well, you you did, because you said, how am I supposed to view your God as a weak God that lets people do whatever they want? And that's not what I said. My argument was never that your God is supposed to be weak. My God is holding, uh, my view is to look at your God the way that you're viewing him, and then question why these things in the book and in the commandments that he gave are not consistent with the view that you have and question them. And so you have to see how I'm not understanding how you're understanding what you so let me know what you're not understanding. You, so you're not able to a little bit more. I'm sorry. It was breaking out. Of yeah. I said, let me know what you're not understanding. So I could elucidate it a little bit more. Yeah, I, I'm. So I don't, I'm just trying to understand because I, I hear these ideas from atheists and non-believers and I'm not understanding how you, it's a question to you. And I'm just trying to understand how, because when people come in there and they're attacking and they're saying, well, your God allowed this. The whole idea is you're saying, our, my God allowed this, our God allowed this. Well, I'm trying to understand how is my God supposed to act? When people are out acting lawless and crazy, you're not answering that question. It's a very specific he question. He says, don't eat shellfish. And you're jumping around it because you understand. He says, don't eat shellfish. Don't wear uh -huh. uh, clothing of mixed fabrics. He can easily say, don't eat slaves. I, I don't need you to break down the covenant. I, I we, we, We're talking about the ideologies, and I'm just trying to understand. If you right. if you if you say that God allowed because this was the main topic of what God is allowed and how he's this that I that's y'all's opinion. I'm not going to say that y'all can't have an opinion. That's y'all's opinion. I'm just trying to understand how do you think God should carry himself when people are doing things that are lawless and wild and reckless? How 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 should he react sure. to that? That's what I'm trying to so cause, let, cause let, let me, me give answer, you an example. Let me answer that. Let me answer okay, that. you understand? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Let me answer that. So my my um, uh, ideology or framework has nothing to do with this conversation, right? This is an internal critique. It has nothing to do with this conversation, right? This is an internal critique. Uh-oh, sarcastic. You're on an echo. Why don't you exit out and come back? All right. Yeah, there yeah okay. I'll, I'm, I'm going to – I'm probably not going to hop back on, but yeah, I'll hop back off. Okay, thank you. So, so to answer that question – um, how is God supposed to react? Well, your framework says that God is a moral God and he's a just God. And so um, I take that claim and I say, okay, um, how is that supported? 
and then we look at the scripture that you guys are using um, in order to support that, right? In order to like look at those clues. And then we we come across verses like this, right? Uh, where God is commanding a lot of things for his people because these were commandments that he was giving to the nation of Israel uh, to separate them, right? Because he chose Israel amongst all the people in the world to separate Amen. them as his Amen. people, as his chosen people. Let, uh, let, me finish, let me finish answering. Right. So he's giving them laws on how to differentiate themselves from the nations around them, right? On how to dress, on how to eat, on the spiritual practices that they have to do. Yet, when it comes to owning slaves, right? He's like, well, if everybody else is doing it, I guess you guys could do it also. And that there presents an inconsistency because we know in modern times, slavery is not a moral thing, right? Under any circumstance is owning people um, perpetually for life Correct. as property, a good Correct. thing. And so now we look at this and then we compare it to the claim that you initially made that God is supposed to be the arbiter of all morality and it's an inconsistency. And so then we ask you, well, why did God allow slavery then if he's not allowing all these other things to differentiate his people from the nations around him? Why did he allow this one thing? And it wasn't indentured servitude like we've already underlined. It was specifically owning people as chattel slavery. Okay. And again, I mean, if, if it's a question to me, I think I've been answered the slavery thing um, multiple times. And to me, like I said, I understand from Genesis how we got here. So for me, I'm, I'm not confused. I'm not feeling like that bothers me because I understand how I was created. I'm, I don't have an emptiness about me in regards to how I got here and how I am. Do you, but, do you think, Ash, do you think that modern slavery that happened in the early inception of America was bad? Of course. What kind of question is that? How is that different than biblical slavery? What do you mean how it was different? We already explained that. No, we, we explained that Hebrew men, but the I mean, heathens in the nation. Honestly, no, we no, 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 disagree no. on that because I feel like it's a topic that you have your idea as a non-believer of that it was the same. And I have mine that it was different. And I feel like it's never going to be that we both agree. Um, for me, what I learned in school about modern day slavery is not the biblical idea that I've read from what I what what the Lord has shown me. They're not. Yeah, the but you're so only that's just my I don't think that's going to change. Can you can you answer me something, um, Ash? Uh, beyond what you've read in the scriptures and beyond um, what, you know, you may have studied in motivated theological uh, works, have you been able to look into a little bit more what uh, other scholars who are versed in historical uh, contextual um, understanding of what it was like to have slavery in, um, you know, the ancient uh, Middle East was like and what they have to say in terms of not only this type of slavery, but um, you know, genocidal um, uh, uh, sex slavery uh, that was practiced with, within uh, Israel when they used to um, take over women from uh, nations that they have conquered and, and things of that nature. I mean, like, have you looked at what scholars who dedicate their life into studying this um, say about it rather than just mm -hmm. going by what the Bible says and by why you, what you learn in church? And again, it would go back to what I was telling the guy before. A lot of the things that are in the Bible, that doesn't mean that God wanted it to happen. There's a lot of things in the Bible that people were doing and God did not approve of it. 
And Ash. some of them were people that, that God actually cared Ash. about, and they still went Ash. against him and did whatever they wanted. So when you talk about the Bible, you have to understand that you can point out something in the Bible, but guess what? That doesn't mean that that's what God wanted. Ash, I don't disagree with you. And I, I think I made that uh, point clear before. Well, yes, the slavery thing keeps coming up. And so that's why I'm only bringing, I'm only bringing yes, that up. Because, because that's that is one thing. That is one thing that wasn't done by men. It wasn't like men s said, hey, you know, let's make this rule ourselves. Oh, you this said it. So slavery wasn't done God by men. is specifically commanding. No. So it doesn't, like your argument about men falling and men doing bad, that has nothing to do with this argument. This argument specifically about how God commanded this. So what I um, had said earlier in this live, I think before you even joined, Ash, is that I think people don't have the complete data in front of them when they make their decisions. They, like, they can't really know who God is unless they've read the Bible and they've seen how God conducts himself and the expectations that he has for his people. So unless you have all this information, then you wouldn't really know. So on the topic of slavery, there seems to be elements that you're missing okay. that I so think would be crucial. Let me break it down to you, because I think y'all are more lost than anything. And it's trying. And I got to ask the Lord to bring it in, because I know sometimes he got he going to lead me through this, though. Thought two, <laughs> slavery, we're going to compare the two because I, I, I got it right in front of me. It's not it's not a biggie. OK, I'm, I'm the Lord led right now. Slavery in the modern world, 400 years, is very different from slavery in the time of the Bible. Slavery in the Roman world, the time of the New Testament in particular, was very different from slavery in the 18th and 19th century and today in some pretty key ways. Number one, terms of slavery, can, ancient can world. Pause, wait, wait, right wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Just to clarify, wait, wait, wait. I, I need to clarify because I don't understand this something. This is what I like to do. Y'all want to complain that I don't have no, no. anything. And then when I start getting into the nitty gritty and the juicy stuff, you want to try to backpedal and not let me say what I have to say. So you no, should. It's a you clarifying want, question. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, clarifying no, question. no, 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 no. If you want to hear the okay, difference, because you tried continue. to say, the, the post tried continue. to say that they were the same. So. Now, I have to start back over. Number one, terms of slavery, ancient world, economic agreement, often to pay back the debt or to be taken care of. It, di it didn't transcend generations, had set times where slaves would be set free. Modern world, slaves were forced into slavery by capture and sale. The whole industry of West African slave trade was built off the stealing people against their will and treating them as if they aren't people made in the image of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, which the Bible condemns explicitly in Exodus 21, 16. Whoever steals a man and sells him and anyone found in possession of him shall be put to death. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Number two, treatment of slaves. Treatment of slaves, ancient world. We getting into it. Let's get into it. The whole system of laws in place for much of ancient time goes badly later own in the Roman Empire to protect slaves from harsh treatment. Exodus 21. Wait, 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 wait. I'm still going in. I'm you're still you're jumping around and taking things out of context. No, 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 I'm not. I'm comparing the two because this was the question that you had, host. 
You said that you didn't see the difference in the two. And now I bring the facts and try to break it down. And you go, oh, no, 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 don't say that. You got to stop. No, you're not breaking it down. You're taking things out of context. You're taking things out of context. No, 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 it's not taking it. Well, you guys. I have questions. Is this going to take long? I mean, I'm still making my points because the host said. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Well, he interrupted me. But is so it, when I, I mean, me, that's it fine. I mean, but like, is it going to take longer? Because or? I'm getting to the juicy stuff and y'all don't want to hear that. No, go ahead. Y'all don't want to hear the go facts. Ahead. Treatment of slaves, ancient world. The whole system of laws in place for much of ancient time goes badly later on in the Roman Empire to protect slaves from the harsh treatment. Clear example. Slaves often were given an education via from 18th, 18th and 19th century. Was it? essentially oppressive so what i'll do is i'll explain the first that was the second one i'm on okay. now so this is in comparison to the ancient world to the modern day so that was from the ancient world the modern there's, day there's in comparison lot, there's, there's a lot to unpack ashley you have, I mean, to, you have to pause and give us a second to like reply i can tell you are very intelligent i can tell you are very intelligent jim and i know you are very quick to follow this i'm not saying anything that seems Perfect. too so far off for I, you to comprehend. No, I know I, you, I can, can I I'm pretty sure you can follow this perfectly. Perfect, let me reply. Two, two questions for you. Number one, where are you reading this source from? Why does it matter? Why, it, why? It holds let a me lot just of ask you a question. No, 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 you like asked me why it matters and I'm, and I'm gonna respond. So let me respond. I let you, I let you monologue for like five minutes there. It, it matters a well, lot. Well, it wasn't for you. People... It was for the host because you didn't have a question about Perfect. this. So it really wasn't for you, but go ahead. Okay. But like the sources matter because if you're talking scholarly source, then the information is something that's being peer reviewed and it's not mm. a motivated um, uh, piece of writing um, mm -hmm. that has an agenda behind it. So that's oh. why I'm asking where are you getting this source from? Okay. Let me ask you a question. When someone is reading something to you, what do you do? You think in your head, okay, hmm, does this, is, do I have a question about this? Does something sound off or wrong? You shouldn't just automatically jump to a source and say, oh, that source, I don't like that source. No, you should actually listen to no. learn and not just well, say, I, didn't I don't say want that. to hear this. I just I don't asked, where was the source from? Right. Because that but, was one of the questions. Yes. The, the, but I the had a second I'm, question with the contact, a contact. Okay, that, okay. So, yeah, so first, what was the source? No, but I'm trying to understand if you if you have a question I mean, about the you, information. How are you going to answer a okay. question with a question? Right, Jim, hold on. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Jim, hold yeah, on a second, please. Please. So I interrupted you because what you said was wrong. I didn't interrupt you because I, I didn't care about your sources. What you said was specifically wrong. We already know you can sell your daughter into slavery. So when you said kidnapping, those things show that we're in a okay. different situation. I don't know the what situation you're talking of about selling your daughter. Kidnap. So let me let me read it back to you and you can spot me where you confused because that's what you yes. probably should have did is thank you. Thank you. To say that's not true because now I don't know what you're talking about. So thank let me you. go back to the beginning. Um Please. so the comparison of the two, you your thought process was they're the same. My thought process is they are not. This is me explaining to you how they are not the same. From the ancient world slavery to the modern day slavery. That's what we were both comparing. I said they were different. You said they were the same. I'm now explaining to you how they aren't the same. So number one, this is number one example of how they aren't the same. You can then chime in and say, uh, this isn't true or that isn't true. Okay. Instead of asking yep. me where I got it from. So number one, yep. terms of slavery. This is ancient world. Okay. 
economic economic agreement often to pay back debt or to be taken care of it was not perpetual didn't transcend generations had set that's times incorrect slaves would be listen because you're still not listening they had set times where no, they, they were to be set set free no that is incorrect okay uh, i'm just well, gonna jump that, in here that, real quick just because my, my battery is at 10 percent Okay. My yeah. battery is at 10%. I'm just going to have two points. One, the source is very important because I could write something or somebody with an agenda could write something that could be completely erroneous. And so it's very important that we take our data. If we're interested, if we're interested in getting to truth and understanding truth, it's important to question our sources and what the agenda behind it is. That's why I asked you. And second of all, what you read has no bearing on our conversation because you made reference to ancient Rome and the times of slavery excuse me excuse me excuse me excuse me that's a lie no 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 that's a lie that's a lie i said ancient world i said ancient world so you might need to turn on your listening ears instead of turning on your argumentative ears so what specifically where specifically in comparison to modern world i did not say anything about roman world i don't even know where you got that okay all right well the ancient world is what we're talking about the biblical world and how and how is the person who's writing this getting their data and source from it? Listen, to understand it, it, how the, it was the source, in the ancient world. Let me tell you, this is how I operate, okay? When I have an issue with the source, if it sounds off, I can use common sense and discernment with the Lord gave me. Unfortunately, I, it feels like maybe you don't have those two. So for you, it's difficult to discern what is right and what is not. For me, it's not. So I'm discerning that this is this makes sense to me. So I don't have any questions about the source. Um, if you have a question yeah, about I, something specifically, I have, I have then just tell me what you have specifically an issue with instead of worrying about the source. The source shouldn't matter unless you issue, have a question. I about have an issue that the source is inconsistent with what I've read um, uh, with people who write scholarly information and books on this. It's inconsistent okay. uh, with uh, for example, what we read in the Bible. For example, because your first example was incorrect. You said something about the Roman, and I didn't say anything about the the Roman as the topic. I said the ancient world. So I'm just trying to understand where you're comparing, saying that the literature is incorrect. You're not giving me an example. All right, Jim, I'm going I'm to take on from here. Um, thank you for joining. I appreciate you. Right. Um, At chaos, I did say, I said hey, Roman so much. an example, but that thank was so not much. the terms of slavery. I said terms of slavery comparison to the ancient world to the modern world. Those All are right, the Ash, two that we're comparing. Ash, okay, so we're going to break down. Before we get into the long explanation, there's already a mistake in what you said. So you're talking okay, about there was... You. You're entitled there to were, it? There, listen, no, listen. This is from the Bible. It's not my opinion. It's what the Bible says. So there were terms of service. Well, the women and the children are property of the master. That's not a term. You can sell your daughter into slavery. She does not go free as the men servants do. That's not a term of service. Leviticus 25, you buy slaves from the heathens and the nations around you and make them slaves for life, and you can pass them on to your children as a permanent inheritance. That's not a, a, a term of service. That's not a length. So that first part of your reasoning that you read from was incorrect. I don't understand where you're saying the first part of the reasoning. It says it 
clearly that they still had a term. I mean, show me where it no. says in the Bible that they didn't have a term is what I'm Leviticus asking. 25 verses 44 through 46. You shall buy your slaves from the heathens and the nations around you. You can pass them on to your children as permanent inheritance because they are your property wait, 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 and you may wait, make wait, them. Wait, wait, where does it say permanent inheritance? I'm sorry. Can you break that down to me? Leviticus 25 verses 44 through 46. You said Leviticus, what was it? 25 uh -huh. verses 44 through 46. And if you read earlier in that chapter, it talks about the Israelites being your brethren who are not to be treated with rigor as you do your other slaves. So it clearly so breaks says, down the difference. So it says, and can make them slaves for life, but you must not rule over your fellow Israelites. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. See, this is what y'all like to do. Let me tell, tell y'all. I'm glad you brought that up. Y'all like to point out little verses and y'all forget that I didn't read this Bible. So you can't just mention little pieces and think that I'm not going to read the whole thing. Oh, I'm I promise. I, I, I know what I'm talking about. It says that you cannot treat them ruthless. Ruthless. Who, who so can you not treat? No. So if we're comparing who? the modern You keep saying slavery, they and them. You keep saying they and them. Specifically, who can you not treat ruthlessly? It says it right here over your fellow Israelites. There you go. There you go. Your Israelites, not the heathens and the nations around you. Not not the women, not the children. Your Israelites, okay. your brethren. Okay, but when they when they took over areas, we know that not just in the biblical in the Bible, but in all nations, people were selling slate selling other other tribes and other people. People did that during history. I mean, that's, so, that's the Bible is just only telling us what people were doing. People were doing this outside of the Bible. Leviticus yeah. 25 starts off with the Lord spoke to Moses. So this is Yahweh giving commandments to Moses, telling him this is what you should do. And again, I mean, I get it that you bring up the slavery thing. I mean, this is what a lot of non-believers like to do. But the thing that you have to understand is God does a lot of things that we're not going to have all the answers to. So I'm going to be honest. I don't have all the answers to it. Why did he do that? I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it would have been worse, but I don't have the answer so, for it. So, so basically, you don't know why God supports slavery. You just trust in him. Because I, I don't see it as he supported it. I don't. I don't. I don't see it as he said. Does it, does it look like I he want. was against it? Again. Does it look I like he was neutral to the topic? I understand where we came from. First of all, this is another thing that we don't understand. The people during the biblical times were doing all kinds of horrible, horrible things. So we can't just take that out of the equation and act like, oh, they were they were not doing anything bad. We if you read the Bible, the people were doing some horrible, horrible stuff. Yeah. And a lot of it came from so God, right? The genocide, no, the slavery, no. the, the grape. No, no, that didn't how did that come from God? 
I, I told you, the Lord spoke to Moses. Okay, you just go to the same chapter in the Old Test in the Old Testament. No, there's a lot of chapters. So far, of so far, we've discussed three different chapters: Leviticus 25, Exodus 20, Exodus 21. We can go to Deuteronomy. We can go to Numbers. We can go to Judges. We can, right. you know. But at the end of the Genesis. day. But at the end of the day, you keep pointing to the slavery thing. And I and I just don't want to confuse people to make them think that it was the same as modern slavery. When God clearly is saying in the law, you can't treat them. You can't treat. He does not like lawlessness. He makes that very clear in the Bible. He hates lawlessness. So it, okay, even though if- he doesn't say it specific. And I get it. You go back to, oh, he, he didn't say it for the slaves. He didn't say a lot of specific stuff. But you should know right from wrong. Like, God shouldn't have to say, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. Certain stuff, you should, he also tells us we should have common sense and discernment. So to know that, hey, maybe I shouldn't do X, Y, and Z. Maybe I shouldn't do that. What you're trying to do is you're saying, well, since God didn't put this, and this is what a lot of even Christians do sometimes, and they need to stop. They'll even say, well, since God said we couldn't do this, he didn't put that little note in there, so I'm going to go ahead and do this. No, that does not mean that it's a it's just a free for all. You can go ahead and do this because he didn't put this little note in there. Like, no, that's how, you know, people don't have a relationship with God when they try to find the little holes in between stuff. Like God gave you right. He taught he know he's given us right from wrong. So we should be able to know, OK, is this something I should do this right or is this something I should do is wrong? But like I was saying, there's a lot of examples in the Bible that people were doing stuff and they it does. It doesn't mean that God wanted them to do it. For example, but what, David was but a God good says is if you beat your slaves and they survive to the end of the second day, you're not to be punished. But again, we also don't know what it was like back then. We don't know what them, what kind of crazy stuff. We know that slaves were, were getting beat and we know they were slaves for life. Right. OK. And that was wrong if they were. If, if the, if the and how is that different from modern slavery? But what I'm saying is. We don't know what the people were doing. We know that the slaves were stolen in America. They were stolen from their land. We know that. that we, we that's not correct. That, that's not correct. What do you mean? That's not, I mean, that is, it's not the, the summary of some slavery in America, but we know that slaves were brought over to America that were they were stolen yes. from their land. They, I mean, that's Sto- uh, it's not the app, whole app, thing. App, app, app. That's incorrect. I don't understand how that's incorrect. I'm not um, saying there that were, that's there the were, only slaves that were. I'm there not were slave traders. There were slave traders who sold the slaves to the American colonizers. Right. Okay. But I'm, I, all I'm saying is. So, but you, no, no, no. Start over. Start over. Because you, what you said was completely wrong. Okay, so I don't start know, over. I don't, know where you think it, I don't see it as completely wrong. Maybe it's the way. You're that saying I kidnapping. Say You're saying kidnapping. Well, both in. Were. In American slavery and biblical slavery, you were both allowed to buy them. They were both bought and sold. So how was that the same as kidnapping, though? I'm confused. We're not talking about kidnapping. You brought up kidnapping, and I was saying that is incorrect. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. I think they some I believe that some of them were kidnapped. And and yeah, sure. Some of them. Some of them. Sure. Yeah, I never, I'm not saying all of them were kidnapped. I'm not trying to say all of them were. I'm just saying that some of them were. Um, but that's beside the point. I think we've got off on a tangent there. But I'm just saying, like, you can probably have your idea of, like, oh, you think they're the same. I think we're just going to disagree, and I think that's fine that we uh, 
don't see them like we see it from different perspectives but I just wanted to say like hey let people know like do you actually know that it might not have been the same so I mean I just heard you on here saying some things that I mean just from reading the bible it just goes against all of my beliefs so I had to get on here and just say like wait wait that's not true but, but, but ma'am but I know with respect, about the slavery nothing that you've said has shown me that there's a difference between the two types of slavery. Well, I think fine. biblical slavery is just as disgusting as the American slavery. Well, I mean, and I mean, and, and I'm not saying slave, any type of slavery obviously should is wrong. You shouldn't want any any of your brothers and sisters to be slaves. The thing what people do with the Bible is they try to say, well, this wasn't in here, so that means it's okay. Or God forgot to put this part in here, so he wasn't including them. But God also makes it clear he hates lawlessness. He makes it yeah, very, and very the clear. Law, and that's why he had rules for and, how and the, they were supposed to be treating these people that were supposed to be in their care. It, the law that, says you can, you can keep them that. for life and you can beat them as long as they don't die. You keep them for life and you beat them as long as they don't die. Okay, yeah. And I, and I mean, again, there's a lot of things in the Bible that, you know, you have to go to God with your believer and you have questions about like, wow, why, why would this be in the Bible? Instead of getting, getting so aggressive and saying, well, God's horrible, you also have to think. Well, God, can you show me what was the people doing? What was was they uh, was they sleeping with the with the with the master's wife? I mean, you got to get into the degree and think that, you know, people were always people. And I can understand that and see that and visualize that. So God has shown me that. So when I'm when I'm just thinking about these kind of things, I think, well, what were the people doing? Ash, I, 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 I think we're kind of coming to an impasse here. I'm yeah. going to say this. I think you know better than the God of the Bible. I think you know more about what's right and wrong than the God of the Bible. I know you have this ideology and you're fixated on this ideology and it means a lot to you. You probably have a lot of attributes in your life that you uh, say come from this God. You've got a strong community. So I understand you're fully engulfed in this community and this theology. But I believe with every fiber of my being that you are a better person than the God of the Bible. Now, I, I, I think what it is, is, is God is talking to me now. He's talking through me. And that's what you're, you're experiencing right now. So with Christians, when we are talking about the word and we ask God to lead us, he will lead us through the scripture. He will lead us through the words. It's not, it's not me doing any of that. So I can't take over and say that that's me thinking that I'm better because that's definitely not what it is. Hello? Man, you got quiet. Yeah, sorry, my, my wife, I just a little bit. Are you there? Can yeah, you hear yeah. me? Yeah, and I mean, but I mean, this is the thing. Like, okay. I just, I, I understand people talk a lot about the slavery thing, but it's like, it, it kind of sucks because it makes people think that that's all that the Bible is. And the Bible is so much more than just slavery and thinking that something God is allowing this and that. If you, I mean, if you sure. read the whole Bible, sure. you will see it's so much more than, I mean, and that's why I get so passionate about it because I'm like, man, it's so much more to it than just worrying about that Old Testament or, you know, questions that you might have or things that you don't like about that. You whole believe thing. that God is the same today as he is tomorrow? 
Amen. I mean, yeah. I listen. I so believe he with is the still says, okay with. He is still okay with owning slaves for life and beating them. Today, he's still okay with that because he is the same today as he is tomorrow. You know, God revealed it to me. He told me, you know, the angels in heavens are slaves. So what makes me think that I'm any different? The angels got 10 times more power than I have. They can blind me. And why, why do I think that I have, why am I above them? They have more power. Did he beat the slaves within an inch of their life? I don't know. I don't. You would have to ask him that. I don't I don't have an answer to that. Question. Well, that that really like doesn't said, make me what, want to go with God for an eternity, though. And see, this is the thing. When 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 people say stuff like that, I say, well, what is your idea of how God should be then? Because the only other and the, and the guy, Jim, that's what I was trying to ask him. What what is your other idea of how you see God? If you're if you're saying that, oh, he's not a pushover, he's he I'm not saying because Jim was trying to say, like, well, it sounds like to me, my interpretation, not trying to say what he was saying, but it sounded like he was saying, like, oh, well, I'm not saying that he's a pushover, but I was listening to it like you guys are trying to say that he's God should be a pushover and he should let man just do whatever he wants. And when you talk like that, host, it makes me think, well, how do you visualize God? Should people that, just that's be a great question? That, that was actually a good question. What do I think God should be? Well, I don't know what, like, I don't know if I had godly powers, what would I do? Like, I don't know. But if I acted the way that the God of the Bible did, I think the words good, moral, and loving would not apply. I'm sorry. You, you, you were saying that last part. I was reading a comment. What did you say that last part? So... If I acted the way the God of the Bible did, then I think it would be incorrect if people called me good, moral, or loving. If I get my hands dirty with the people, that means I'm playing in their troubles and I'm not making them stick to me. If I tell them, if you're having slaves, here's some rules for you to do slaves. If, you know, just, the, the, I mean, just everything else, the genocide, the, I mean, there are so many, so many inhumane laws that God gives that I could not use the adjectives good, moral, or loving to describe the God of the Bible. And that's what bothers me, I think, the most. Now, if you're like, I've talked to Jews and they're like, yeah, sometimes God's a dick and, and they're okay. And they'd call oh, him wow. out on it they and they that? argue with him. Yeah. And then oh. they'll argue with him. Like, oh. uh, I'm going to torch the town. Well, don't torch the town. What if I find 50 people? Will you save the town? Yeah. What about 40 people? They argue with their God. They argue with him. Mm. I mean, like, yeah, I never experienced like, that. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I, I've never I experienced that. So, um, I mean, I, I don't I don't need to argue with God. I mean, what, how would I look arguing with him? I, I don't understand how somebody can have a relationship with God, and then they're saying that they're arguing with him. So I will be questioning that by itself. Um, but I think I'm but, still kind of confused on the idea of, okay, I get that part of it. You're saying you, if you were God, you would be loving and all these things. But it still skips over the part of if people are out here throwing their babies in fires as sacrifices, doing things, because people talk about the things that God did when the people acted crazy, but then they leave out the part where the people were doing crazy stuff like sleeping with their sis, sister, their mama, their brother, and, and having throwing babies in fires. They leave all of that stuff out and just say, oh, well, the wrath of God just appeared. Like, whoa, it just flew out. Like, no, 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 let's get to the gritty. What got God here? So my question to you is, 
what would you do if you saw that your creation, your creations were doing all of these wild, but wild, crazy stuff? What would you do? That's the question. I Well, since I would be the one who designed them, I would go back to the blueprints and see where I messed up when I designed them. But you gave them free will to do these things, though. So how are you going to go back to the drawing board when you've given them the, the you've given them the power to basically do make decisions on the on on their own that doesn't and i think that's the part that you're com, you're doing you're putting the two together you're putting free will with being perfect and i think that's probably why i don't put those two together so i think that's why i'm not able to understand your logic okay did adam was adam made perfect or was he given free will he he both that's that's what i'm trying to say you're i'm not understanding your logic because my logic is we were born, per we, we were, they were, they were, not me. They were born perfect, but they also had free will because the tree was in the garden. So they had free will. If the tree wasn't in the garden, they wouldn't have free will. They wouldn't have needed to have free will. There wouldn't have been no free will. Right. And then they didn't, they didn't eat from the tree, right? So God no. exploited no, their the weakness. Tree. What do you mean they didn't eat from the tree? What are you talking no. about? No, they didn't eat from it until God put the serpent in the garden, right? Right, if the serpent exactly. wasn't there, they exactly. wouldn't have eaten it. Exactly. So but again, God but exploited. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. Because what you're doing now is you're leaving out the part of they didn't have to eat from that. They made a decision to. And that's the point I'm trying to make. And that decision was based on what? Their free will. They decided who, to say, who, I won't eat from this tree. Who tempted them to eat the fruit? The the enemy tempted. What do you mean? That's I mean we already know the answer to that. The enemy tempted them to eat from the. And who allowed the enemy to go there? I mean that part's kind of ob obvious. God allowed the enemy to. So God orchestrated this series of events. It, was or it wasn't orchestrated because they still. You see, this is what you want to do. You want to blame God, but you, you don't want to blame adam and eve they didn't have to eat from that tree they made a decision they wanted to be like god that's the part you're not understanding they didn't have to eat god did not chain them down the snake did not rattle his snake rattle his tail and say either i'm gonna bite you it's no threats made they made the conscious decision they said oh i get to be like god this sounds fun i want to do this and so they decided to do it they had they were perfect but they had free will but the thing is, you want them to be, I guess you want them to be separate, maybe, or you think that they're, no, you want them to be together. I think that they're separate. That's what I think we're not understanding each other on. So God exploited, God exploited, God exploited Adam and Eve's weaknesses. God knew what the, knew how he designed them. And he knew if I put the serpent there, it will tempt them. Because this is how I made them to be tempted by the serpent. And I'm going to put the serpent there and then blame them because I put uh, the serpent there to, to yes. tempt them. Okay, one second. Yes, uh, not the wait. I don't even know how to say that. How to say that. Dwight Schrute. Huh? Okay, it's, Dwight. Yeah. Yes, I do. I do. I, I'm, I'm a child of God. I know who created me. He knows the hairs on my head. Nobody is going to ever love me the way God does. So, um, there's not a, there's not a, there's no other, there, that is unconditional love what God is. He, he, he is, he is everything. He's created everything in this world. And I, you know, I love him dearly, you know, and I, and I understand that human and mankind has made all kinds of horrible things. So if I read some in the Bible, 
and I see something, I, I know it's more to that story. I know it's more to that story. And that's just the relationship I have with my creator. And I know some people, they, they don't have that relationship. And so they struggle to question all these things. And then also they just focus on little, little sections of the old Testament when they were literally creating altars. When we know now we don't even create altars. We don't even need to create altars. Cause guess what? In the new Testament, it talks about how Jesus Christ came, but it's people that focus on the old Testament and they're obsessed on these old laws. So what, what, still does Jesus, what does Jesus have to do with altars? Oh, you don't know. So before the Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice for mankind. Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice before. If you read in the old Testament, they had to create altars, all these things to give sacrifices to the Lord and God's, I mean, for every little thing, like, I mean, if you go over there and cut somebody out or you slap somebody, all these little things, if you committed sins, you would have to go and create, and, you know, they had these altars set up to where you would have to pray and it would have to be a certain way and it had to be this. And I mean, the Old Testament goes into details if you have some chance to play it. Um, I usually play audios at night like going through the whole like different Bible scripture. So if anybody ever want to go to my channel, I like post different um, Bibles uh, books on there and I, it just reads through the audio versions. But there's one where I can't remember the book, but in the Old Testament, it describes how they literally designed the altars. But now we don't have to do that thing because Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice for mankind. So he was... <laughs> Jim, come on over. You know, you're welcome, Jim. <laughs> so... So he was sacrificed in accordance. He was sacrificed in accordance with the traditions of the Old Testament. I'm sorry, what was that? Jesus was sacrificed in accordance to the traditions of the Old Testament or Old Covenants. Yes, he was sacrificed. Yes, that's what I said. So a sacrifice like what you just said would have to be on an altar, but Jesus wasn't sacrificed on an altar. So no, it wasn't you, you, a proper no, no, sacrifice. No, no, you can, no, no, you're confusing it. Okay. So what they did was they had to create these sacrifices for the Lord. These were, they had to be specific sacrifices, set up sacrifices and altars for the Lord. When Jesus came, he was the ultimate sacrifice. So we don't have to do that stuff now. So that's why when Christians say, oh, Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, that's why he was the ultimate sacrifice. So you don't have to do all these uh, rituals and stuff and all of this stuff when you sin and all this stuff. You don't have to, you know, some, I mean, some people believe that you still have to confess, but I just go to the Lord. I'd be like, Lord, please forgive me for this. But some people, they believe they have their own little things that they do. But the Lord says, this was my son I sent. He was the ultimate sacrifice for mankind and for their sins. So Jesus didn't follow the sacrificial laws, but he's still the sacrifice. I'm sorry. I was reading a comment. I don't, I don't think I understand that comment. I'm say that again. So if Jesus was the sacrifice, then to be a sacrifice, you have to follow certain rules and regulations. So Jesus changed all the rules to then be the sacrifice. Yeah, and I mean... So yeah, how could he yeah. be a fulfillment? How could he be a fulfillment of the Old Testament if he doesn't follow the traditions and the rules and regulations of the Old Testament? How, what, what, give me an example of what do you mean he... 
What do you mean? Sacrifices sacrifices would have to be done on an altar. And if it was uh, during the temple era, they would be done in a temple on an altar. Well, Jesus was the son. Well, Jesus is the son of God. So Jesus is the son of God. I do believe that. And God made that decision. He say, I am the law. So again, so, so God, but, but, but so Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't fulfill the old Testament. He showed up and brought a whole bunch of new rules with him and said, I'm doing this instead. Uh, no, it was more so of like, um, let's update this because we know civilization is going to come to where it was. I mean, let's be real. We know the Lord is larger than we can understand. He already knew that the world was going to get to where it is now. So obviously just imagine now us just only having the old Testament. I mean, that's just, I just think about how the world would be. We wouldn't understand half the stuff. If we apply everything to the old Testament, it would not have as much fat in it as, as, as we need both of them. We couldn't just be living off the old testament and god realized that so he said hey my people need a new covenant so that's why he sent jesus christ amen so jesus didn't did jesus fulfill the old testament jesus fulfilled the old testament i mean what kind of question is that well he already (laughs) didn't fulfill he already didn't fill the sacrificial regulations I don't know. So they're, they're, what, I don't know what so, I don't know what you mean. That sounds like something that maybe a Jewish belief because they don't believe that he was a. Some of them don't believe that he was a Messiah, so that might be something from their belief. But my belief, Jesus was Jesus came. You and were just talking real. about the altars where the sacrifices were made, and then you talked about Jesus, who none of this applies to. So if Jesus was a biblical sacrifice, he didn't follow the Bible. I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you can make those two go together. I'm, I'm not even understanding it. So I think you're maybe confused on what I'm saying. So this was reflection of what the sacrifices were for us. So it's, it's, it's not, it wasn't about Jesus. (laughs) Jesus came for us. (laughs) I think that's what you kind of confused on. So the altars, we were setting those up for God as, as a sacrifice. God wanted us to set up the sacrifices. So People were setting up the sacrifices. He sent Jesus as the ultimate sacrifice. So I'm not understanding what you mean by Jesus didn't follow. He 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 came to sacrifice himself for us. So I'm not understanding your logic. But it wasn't a biblical sacrifice because according to the Bible and the traditions of God's chosen people. Can you show me the verse that you're talking about that you're referring to? Uh, yeah, I'm talking about the ones that you have in your videos that talk about the altar and stuff. No, I need specifics. Like, show me where. Yeah, specifically I mean, in the it? videos, specifically in the videos that you put out that talk about the altars, those yeah. those verses. The, uh, the, the videos that I put up are, are from the Old Testament. They're not what I put out. It's the, 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 the um, Old Testament describing how they would set up the altars and how they yes, would. Yes, those verses. The, one, the ones that you're talking about right now, those verses. Yes, correct. Okay. And what is your question about those? Those are the those are the requirements to do a sacrifice of any nature. If a woman is unclean okay. after after a woman is unclean in her monthly cycle, she has to sacrifice two doves. If you you do your yearly atonement of sins, exactly. you do that sacrifice on the temple. Exactly. And then here comes Jesus doing a sacrifice that doesn't follow the rules. 
I don't, I don't see where it says that it doesn't follow the rules. I don't, I don't understand how you can make that comparison. Okay. Do you know what an altar is? Yeah, I, I understand. Do you know part, what it's, but... do you know a sacrifice is supposed to be done on an altar? No, I don't. Where does it say that in the Bible? Oh my God. The, in your videos, remember like 10 seconds ago and so, about a so minute you're ago. Saying, so, you're saying, so basically your idea is that you're saying because Jesus wasn't sacrificed on the altar. But the thing you're not understanding is they were not. <laughs> this is what you're confused on. And I love how you try to use that logic on me. And I think that's why I was confused. So the part is that was a, they set up the um, altars for God. That's why they were setting up. Jesus like I said, Jesus came as a sacrifice for us. Man sacrificed him. You see what I'm saying? They, 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 they sacrificed him. So you're not, you're trying to flip it and it is end up flipping on you. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to me. You will do it all the time. Man sacrificed him. Jesus was a sacrifice. They killed Jesus. Okay. What, what Jewish person said, I'm sacrificing Jesus for our sins. I never sins. said that. You saying that. That's your interpretation. I never said that. Who sacrificed Jesus? Jesus set himself as a sacrifice. If you read the Bible, he says he could have sent 12 legions of angels. That's what he told them when they came and they tried to come at him. He said, no, I got 12 angels on my back. I can send them. My father has sent them right now. Praise the Lord. Okay. So he... He allowed them to kill him. He knew it was his time to go because he. But did that's not a job. sacrifice. That's not a sacrifice. Well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. That, that, that's me, that's what the Bible says. Somebody that died for my sins. A biblical sacrifice. sacrifice is a sacrifice in accordance with the Bible. Again, like I said, Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. There's not a Christian alive that will go against it. So um, if, if that's your interpretation, then I don't know what to, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. But Jesus is, is across the board. I mean, this is not nothing new that I'm saying. Okay. So Jesus was if, the ultimate sacrifice. If you are a Christian, a follower of Christ, you believe that Jesus Christ was the ultimate sacrifice. Amen. And if you, okay. did, and if you don't, so, you know, Jesus took on the sins of all men, right? Amen. Amen. That's what I believe. Even though yeah. the Bible specifically says that one man cannot take on the sins of another, that everybody's iniquities are upon themselves. But somehow... Which verse is that? Show me the verse. I gotta look at it. Uh, I'll, I'll get them. I'm gonna bring Paul up. Um, His, his name is Chilled Pagan. Um, oh, 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 he's a pagan. Okay, no, yeah, I can't, I can't deal with the pagans. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to go. That's my time. The Lord and told me it's, it's up. I'm sorry, you guys, but thank you, host, for having I, me. I, I got. I, I want to answer your two questions. I want to answer your two questions. Oh, uh, we busted her. We busted her. Yeah. So that happened. So, are you guys still here? Oh my God, this was like an hour and a half. So, okay, so she ran off in the end. Um, here's a segment of her running off. I was going to leave this out, but I figured you guys should get to hear how this all worked out. Um, she's asking for the Bible verses. So while I was going to bring those up, I was going to get my friend Pagan up here. Um, so here's her ending. I'll, I'll get them. I'm going to bring Paul up. Um, his, his name is Chilled Pagan. Um, oh, 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 he's a pagan. Okay, no, yeah, I can't, I can't deal with the pagans. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to go. That's my time. The Lord and told me it's, it's up. 
I'm sorry, you guys. But thank you, host, for having I, me. I, I, got, I, I want to answer call. your two questions. I want to answer your two questions. Oh, we busted her. We busted her. So so I, I'm going to answer her two questions anyway. She asked uh, you and Jim, um, what, what, would, what would we expect God to do? And do we expect God to be weak? And I would expect God to say, don't own slaves. And if people refuse to kill them the same way he killed all those children all those times, maybe that's what I would expect. I, I think God allowing slavery because people had slaves is pretty weak in and of itself. And but I, what would she, I know? I'm a pagan. Like she knew I was an atheist, which makes me a pagan, right? By definition. So like. So I think that's enough for today. So you heard people deny, evade, avoid. Um, they just, they don't want to listen. So people say, these are my opinions when I'm literally reading the Bible. Um, I don't know. Whatever. So. Thanks for listening, cunts.